You're listening to The Imperfect Allies. This is Chris. Today we have an amazing episode with Tyson Young Caporta, the writer of Sand Talk, who has been the reason we created much of this podcast. His book opened up our minds. It is such a good book. We hope you read Sand Talk after this conversation. Normally, me and Richie have a candid right before we talk to our guests. But as an imperfect ally I am, I assume Tyson was going to be something out of the ordinary that I could not have predicted. So I didn't have a pre-talk. We just jumped right in it, which is unfortunate because everything me and Richie casually talked about as human beings connected and matched with what we talked about with Tyson in this episode. Please enjoy one of the best conversations we've had on this podcast. So yeah, so Chris and I read the book and I mean, it had a profound effect on me. Um, and and uh, I think what Chris and I are doing, have been doing with this podcast is yarning. It's a concept that's new to us, uh, especially out of the West. Yeah. But as, we, as we've as we sort of sat with uh, the ideas and stuff in the book, like that's one of us that seems so pronounced to what this is. Um, so that's kind of what we want to do, just yarn with you a little bit. <laughs> and maybe get, <laughs> get some... Um, I don't know. I don't know, man. Understanding. Yeah. yeah. Um, What's been really cool about the podcast, too, is, you know, we came together kind of in a misfit way, like no intention at all. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And it just kind of grew into us discussing different walks of life and then learning how similar they were that we kind of been told in this Western uh, philosophy that we're very different and it's turning out we're not every time we can come together and connect. And so um, our listeners have been able to see themselves in that same journey and, you know, where there is divisiveness and division, we're kind of seeing that's all about like window dressing or maybe different seasonings. But at the end of the day, like we are humans and we're connecting in that way. And so, mm-hmm. uh, Oh, we, so, I, so you're you're actually not rela- not related, you know? No, no. <laughs> if you can believe it, if you can believe it, <laughs> right? <laughs> if you can believe well, it. Well, I mean, yeah. that's the thing with with the yacht. So I'm going to have to sort of feel through your relationship, you know, because because um, mm. that's it. It's this sort of um, context of relations, you know, that you're navigating. Um, when you're mm-hmm. doing that, that's a, the foundational sort of thing. So, mm-hmm. so you, you, you just have to, um, what do you call it? like bring me in. You know, bring yeah, me in. that's great, man. It's, Thank it's, you. It's narrative, narrative that does that. You know, like yeah. stories, stories, stories like the currency of that um, human econ- economy. You know? Oh, and this sounds like an interesting opportunity because, you know, I, to share our stories is, you know, at one point, Rich was my teacher. Um, so it's stand up. We're both comedians. He was actually a seasoned improviser and I was the student. I came in um, to learn from him and we just did comedy together. Right. And he was the person giving me all the tips and growing my skills there. And then the class ended and we were then strangers again and, mm-hmm. you know, not really interacting. Lives go two separate ways. And in America, George Floyd's death pandemic shuts everything down. And I start speaking out and uh, talking about the black experience online and rich seemingly at a stranger point in this timeline says, Hey, maybe I can learn from this kid and maybe we can connect and talk. And so like our roles kind of switch there and uh, we just started connecting. I mean, there was no intention just talking and we said, Hey, let's record it just in case, you know, document things. That's what people do nowadays. And then we both became 
the student and teacher simultaneously. And I started opening up and learning more about um, really American culture, but just individualism, Western culture, civilizations culture, which I live in it, but I guess I didn't have the same perspective that Rich was grown, raised in. And then I'm kind of sharing this maybe more tribal collective community culture that I was completely raised in and that I thought we were all doing, <laughs> which we weren't. And um, he was learning from that. And we just then met in the middle. It's kind of like what you've done in your book of the bridge between the mm -hmm. two worlds. And so now we're both on the bridge. Like, how do we get more people crossing over and talking and connecting and and so we're we're now looking for more more understanding of that bridge walk, like because it's a weird spot, it's a weird place to be in. And there's some it people is. that think you're you're going crazy. <laughs> yeah, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm never thinking about how I get more people in the building. Like how I get off this goddamn. Nobody gonna be here. Yeah, man. Nothing. Yeah, okay. It's cold. It's cold yeah. here. Nothing like it. <laughs> for school. But I had like a an, an, a senior elder the other day. Um, was to, she was introducing me, trying to describe what I do, and it sort of came out of the yarn there that um, my role in our community is um, uh, a settler whisperer. Yeah. Oh. Yep. <laughs> settler yep. whisperer. So I'm like, ah, oh, really? Is that going to be me? <laughs> He's the one, Tyson. Yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, I hope we can keep having a laugh. It's it's so deadly that you're comedians. I've I'm, I've never got to um, you know, do a do a yarn with comedians before, and I hope yeah. I hope you're better than better than Joe Rogan at it because he's not funny unless he's like <laughs> spent a year writing the jokes. Then he's funny as hell. Like, yeah, yeah. We'll, do our, we'll do our best. <laughs> that, that impression he does of the Kardashians turning into um, like demons. Uh, yeah, that makes me laugh. Mm -hmm. But then um. But then he's on his podcast, and he can't do it in the moment. You know, it's just like you know, he's serious. Yeah, put on lots of weight, man. You got to lose weight. Well, he's—I don't know if you know this, Tyson, but he moved to Texas and moving to Texas. That's he's not losing weight. He was like the shitty Moses. Is everyone following him there? They are. They are. They all followed him there, and then the minute they got there, the place fell to shit. It was really funny. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Everything went bad. I was like, oh, there we go. Just, uh, <laughs> I don't yeah, know don't... You know. does Tyson know where, where we're from? So I'm from Texas. <laughs> <laughs> no, we both are. Yeah, we both are absolutely Texas. And uh, Chris is in California, and I'm in uh, Fort Worth, which is right west of Dallas. So it's about three miles or three hours away from Austin down there. Well, all those guys are yeah yep i'm in the middle of it man and uh yeah for sure it's um texas is definitely wow. a shit show I'm has been no no i mean i have to because i mean i was you know just, a month is ago there, is there another state on the planet that would like face disasters and and like people would laugh at them mm -hmm. like i don't think that exists <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? If it happened to anyone else, it would just be so inappropriate. Right. Right. You'd, right. You'd cancel like hell for laughing at like mm. in Texas. They, they, we deserve it. Something happened in Zimbabwe and, and you laugh like, like that's it. You finished. Like, it's right. over. That's right. Even. 
Yeah. It's something about the arrogance, I think. You, you, yeah, you yeah. just want to watch them burn or you, you want to watch Texas fall because we're arrogant. We're arrogant about it, which kind of was a part of, I think we had talked about this um, being rich in one of our podcast episodes was this, maybe it's a Western arrogance. Like I, I this culture of hierarchical, I'm better than you look down on, take the take, supremacy. Take, yeah. Supremacy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Texas is good at that. They got that down. Well, it's, it's it's that rugged individual. It's like, yeah, you know, that's that's the mothership there for that one. Yeah, absolutely. It's like, you know, and and it doesn't like rugged individual retreat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like mm-hmm. this. Do you mind if we what, use anything you say in a stand-up bit? Because that I like yeah. that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you, you can take it off. All right, all right. Oh. Good, good. <laughs> no, but I mean that's one of the things that really drew me drew me into the book, and and then. I mean, for a lo- lo- longer time too, like the idea of of what what indigenous cultures, how they think, and and how to connect with them. Because you know, one of the things that was, uh, it may be impactful to nobody else, but to me, it was, you know, I saw um, was looking at old um, videos of different chiefs that were talking to Congress or um, or just in groups in general, and specifically like. There was the chief of the Cherokee Nation here in the states came out uh, to the ha- uh, like uh, the House of Representatives and said hello relatives and for a colonized people that have been gone through genocide to come to that point and say hello relatives and not hello enemy or hello like you know not do everything they want to do to burn the place down so that that is not part of my individualistic um, programming that's not how that works. You know, and and, uh, you know, that was just that idea that there is a whole other way, not only to to think, but to sing and to to speak and to to live. I mean, it, I don't know. It's I, I'm I just thought life was one way. <laughs> and 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 your book is part of showing me that there that's not that's not that's actually a, yeah. a toddler in the in the scheme of an infant in the scheme of like. <laughs> human existence yeah well i mean you there's no such thing as a i mean that that myth we're talking about that texas idea Mm -hmm. that or that that stereotype of that rugged individual kind of thing there's Mm -hmm. no such thing as an individual Mm -hmm. because because you're nothing you don't exist Mm -hmm. it's particularly there's nothing special inside of you Mm. There's almost nothing inside of you at all. Like all you are is your web of relations, wow. and your relationships is that's where your mind is. Your mm. mind is, you know, like yeah. There's things that happen in your brain and body concurrent with the activities of the mind, but all your mind is out in your relations, and your relations aren't just humans either. It's humans and non-humans, and it's mm-hmm. a human that you're tangled with, like you have a you have a story with. You know, yeah. and that, um, and the worst part, and that's the part that I don't like, is that includes your enemy. You know, mm-hmm. ah, there's this, there's this fucking guy right now. Like, ah, oh. anyway, and I never asked to be associated in any way with this this fella, but he's um he's just spent the last three years or something just attacking me in the most horrendous ways. You know, wow. I mean, really awful. Like, um, mm. you know, I'm getting death threats and all kinds of stuff. Like, wow. And so. We're related, you know, but I didn't consent to that relationship is my problem. But I think yes, yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I think that's that. I don't know. I didn't consent to that relationship. It's like he's mm-hmm. the baby daddy, baby daddy of my trauma. Yeah. And now we've got this fucking 
<laughs> Y'all both <laughs> raisins. Yeah. So I mean, we have we have story together now, and I don't know. Mm. I I sat there. I, I sat there for forty minutes. Like I didn't hang up the other day, and wow. I sat there for forty minutes listening to him. And um, <sighs> yeah, I think he needs me. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. And yeah. So I just, li- I just, you listen for forty minutes. Every now and then, I, I like, you know, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not Jesus or anything. Like sure, every sure. now and then, I'd say, "Yeah, well, tell me where you are. I'll come there now and meet you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll find you there, you bastard. Where are you? At? Where are you? Come on, yeah. tell me where you are. I'm coming there now. Yeah, I'll flog you. And you know, and mm-hmm. then you know, and then I calm down again, and then I wait and listen again. And, you know, it's just me. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, you're in relation whether you like it or not, and you don't even exist. You don't even exist um, as an individual in the world. And but we're all expected to be, you know. Yeah, these neoliberal yeah. subjects. We've got to handle our business. You know, we've got to like, you know, and it is business. It's like we're a little mini corporation under ourselves. We've got to do all this branding, branding mm-hmm. all the time. We've got to be yeah. you know, getting them tweets out there. We've got to be. Yeah, you know, and this is what this is what I believe. Yeah, <laughs> oh, and I support this. I amplify this. I'm deep deep platform as if they exist on their own. Like, yeah, while you were talking, why I had such a um a, a negative. I thought, where where did I get this negative view of Texas from? Like when I was a kid, because it must be from when I was a kid because it's so visceral, you know. Mm. And, um, and it's 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 Eddie Murphy, man. <laughs> <laughs> It's that bit. It's that bit he does with the "Don't go to Texas, don't fuck you up." Um, oh, you know, and, and he's like expecting it to be really bad, and he gets off the plane and like you know someone comes out. Excuse me, sir, is that your bag? And he's like, "Yeah, it's my fucking bag." <laughs> what wow, motherfucker? A black man can't have a suitcase. It's just that. That's my. Um, so that's all I knew about Texas <laughs> was that bit until I was I don't know. Because I never watched Dallas or any shit like that. Mm. Yeah. That's Damn, funny. That was good. That is funny. Well, that's, I mean, you know, that's the power of narrative, right? That's the power of narrative. And, and uh, it can it can move us to those things. Yeah. I, uh, I, it, I, I did want to say, like, you know, to kind of compliment Chris's story. So I'm, I'm new to Chris's life, too, um, in that, like, um, he and I are, are, have become friends over the last year. And I got to talk with his, speak with his dad and his grandmother uh, over this, this medium. And, you know, Chris has poured a lot of kindness into me so much so that my mom is like, my, my mom is like, you know, thanking Chris for how kind he's been to me and stuff like that. But like people have seen that uh, anyway. And so the other day when I saw, when I saw his family and got to speak with him, I could see the lineage of sort of love, like the message that Chris gave to me, I could see in his dad and I could see in his, in his mom and that, you know, that like that connected, I don't, I'm not trained to see that. I'm not trained. You know what I mean? Like I'm trained to be like, no, it's all you. So you, you do everything you're supposed to do. And so it's sort of frightening a little bit because there's this, there's a, like you said, that relate, you know, the relating to this, this other guy and, and okay, if we're, we got to figure it out, you know, we can't, we can't, I can't just say, um, you don't matter or, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, Fuck off. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) That's what you want to say. It's right there. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I'm just passing this whole conversation just through Eddie Murphy sketches now. (laughs) They're just loading. 
I just Perfect. seen this one now where he was like, um, they did this sketch where he was like Stevie Wonder. Mm. Um, Stevie Wonder and Sinatra. Well, I hadn't seen that one. I, I just watched Coming to America like 17 hours ago. So I'm, hey. I'm with you. <laughs> <laughs> Not your first time coming No, to no. No, all right. Come <laughs> lose, lose your card on that one if you've never seen that. That was that's like yeah, that's what you grow up with. That one. Oh yeah, I yeah. just told my wife too. I used to like, love that. I haven't seen it for years. I, I made her sit down and watch it, and I forgot that I'd already made her yeah. sit down and watch it. So I made her sit down and watch it again. <laughs> and she was but like, he, you know, built, I know he built this universe. So it good, was comforting, you know, because mm. he had all the movies coming out like Boomerang, all of that, and it was like um, it was like this alternate reality. Yeah, mm -hmm. you could stay in there. Know, he'd be w working for a corporation, and he'd, he'd go through the building, and you're like, you know, and 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 it's these big, expansive shots, and you're really coming into it, and you you basically you, you're in this black world, mm -hmm. and you know, and when you're a kid, like you know, in Australia, there's only there's only two channels on the TV in the remote place where you're living out in the middle of the mm. bush and all you know about the outside world is like, you know, your American TV shows and that's wow. like, uh, you know, that's some who's the boss shit that you're used to and all of a sudden he's taking you <laughs> black tower there, like, you know, and you're like, oh, mm -hmm. that's an interesting world. Mm -hmm. I wonder where that is. That's not Texas. <laughs> And before this, uh, Rich was just sharing just how much of his he grew up kind of watching the same shit. Like that's just that's amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, worlds apart. Yeah, yeah. And I, I think oh, I had I the message that, that it, I was I was okay. getting back on that seventies Richard Pryor last night. Mm -hmm. It's been a long time since I since I've seen that. Yeah, he still makes you laugh, eh? Hey? Absolutely. Still, you, uh, there's not much from the seventies that makes me laugh anymore. But <laughs> It does. I got um, my grandparents for some reason played those records for me when I was like seven and eight years old. So oh, Richard was my that's first the comedian. Best grandparents. <laughs> they, that's why you're so daily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, so they are. <laughs> yeah. Well, you're talking about like that inheritance of like uh, mm -hmm. that sort of institution that you inherit. So not just the genetics that you mm -hmm. inherit down your life, but that I think you even threw the word love in there. Some. Mm -hmm. there's like a message in a way like in norms that come through like a pattern of being yeah um you inherit coming through you got grandparents yeah that, that old and 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 love richard Pryor. i tell you that's that's a good good starting point you got a couple of generation head start on <laughs> and i think so point. i think yeah. so yeah, yeah for sure and trying to continue that and trying to yeah trying to uh, you know, because I wasn't, I wasn't raised also uh, with the idea that there are other, there are non-human persons. Mm. Uh, I wasn't raised with the idea that the dead are not dead. I wasn't raised, you know, <laughs> I wasn't raised with the idea that you know the stars are the campfires of our ancestors. You know, I was raised with your individual. Uh, nothing else is alive like you're alive. Nothing else has um, personhood or you know can give consent like you can give consent. I mean, there's. You know, and, and so it's like I in the last three or four years, I've I've sort of stepped into animism uh, more and more, um, or that's the word I have for it. It's probably it's much broader than that, I'm sure. But um, but yeah, like I feel like you know, and this is not woe is me, but I feel like um, there's been because like because I'm in a dominant culture, because I've been in a in a colonist culture and come from that. That's where a lot of the history of the last several hundred years have been for me there's a huge wound or or disconnect you know from 
from the connectedness of everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and so when I try to recapture that, I, I look like a crazy person or, you know, to the people around me or a nut or whatever else. And uh, yeah, I, <laughs> that, that's well, maybe look, what I, mean, I am. I, I think, yeah. you know, you're both on that journey mm. because, um, yeah. see, the big, the big inheritance that you have in common, you know, is that you're both settlers. Mm-hmm. You know, so so, yeah, you're both settlers, and mm-hmm. and you both share. You know, in the end, um, all of your ambitions are, are grounded in the same thing, which is mm-hmm. thriving somehow in in a rivalrous dynamic economy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, to, in in order to benefit from from extraction and mm-hmm. destruction of Indian land. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what wow. that's that's what you're both in, mm. and that's that's that American dream. Yeah. And, um, wow. You know, it might it might be a, a a bit unfair that Chris doesn't quite have as much access as Richie might in a lot sure. of contexts to take the fruits of that um, that pillaging and destruction mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. land and people, mm-hmm. you know, which is ongoing. You know, um, mm-hmm. but that's kind of like you know, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just, no, no, that's I'm good, sure. man. Always got a, a Nazis in head straight away, but I'm just imagining <laughs> these two Nazis going, you know, it's not fair. What? Yeah. <laughs> Why did that's, you get to, you know? That's good <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, wow. The Fuhrer is always promoting you. He looks after me. I know mm. it's because of my nose. It's silly. Um, <laughs> he thinks my nose looks dewy. Oh, that's so good. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, wow. You know, it's wow. like, um, it's like, well, you know, poor thing. But um, mm. fuck yeah. Yeah. Mm. And I, I see that. The, no. the, you, the, the, um, the, settler mentality builds this necessity to keep plundering because you're empty right like you don't we don't have Mm -hmm. the collectiveness so you you have to get that ambition you have to because you're empty you have to feed it you have to keep going and it makes you take take colonize colonize because shit you're empty there's nothing else to do and it's Mm -hmm. it's wild it's wild well it's like um you know so you know i watch Chappelle and just laugh. I'm laughing my ass off, and then he gets to like a 15 minute bit on um, on on Indians. Mm. First time mm. he ever met Indians, and then mm. I'm not laughing anymore because you you suddenly see, ah, oh, he's, he's actually, a settler. He, he that's that's where he's punching down to. Mm. Wow. Because in the end, he, he's like he might be at the bottom of the caste system of the settlers, but then there's you know he, he's got <laughs> he's got indigenous Shit. people to punch down to. And um, man, I don't know. And he got lazy on that bit too, because there wasn't really any good jokes in there. That he, he yeah. didn't even bother chucking a tagline on the end of anything because it wasn't really worth yeah. building on. But it was just kind of a you know a bit like that. And mm. not, I'm not going. Oh, I'm offended. You know, mm. no, shouldn't be doing those. Like, but you're yeah, aware. You gotta, yeah, you go there. And, and I tell you, a funny bit would be him saying that. Mm. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, yeah. Realize yeah. that. And, and, and going there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think, yeah. I mean, I think I, he- you know, I hear a bit of time talking to native Americans now too. Mm-hmm. And, um, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and, oh, and even like trying to, um, you know, so that, I mean, I was supposed to go there last year for book tour, mm-hmm. uh, but they, they kind of, um, they figured out ways to bring, uh, bring me in to their place, you know, into the lodge and all that, yeah. um, uh, in ceremony, 
mm-hmm. on a Zoom meeting. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, and figured out ways to share smoke with me, like, digitally. And stuff. Wow. It's just like, wow. boom. <laughs> Very, you know, just really amazing, so strong people. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still, like, um, still really solidly there. And I, I don't know how they've done it. 500 years, I mean, you know. Yeah. I mean, we've got another 300 to go here to reach their level of experience of settlement, you know. <laughs> yeah, in Australia, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I'm like, oh, I don't think I can do another three. That's <laughs> shit. That's wow. hard, man. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're getting flogged. Um, and there's such a small proportion of the population, but there's, like, there's heaps of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, from my point of view, we only got 20 million people on this island. Um, mm-hmm. So that means there's lots of Indians, mm-hmm. uh, from my, my point of view. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh. That's good. I mean, this is... And this is- <laughs> oh, I this wanted kind of to thing. tell you about this, Richie. I want to tell you is about this um, these Vikings I've been talking to. Yeah, because um, that's really interesting. Mm-hmm. So bookmark that. Yeah, absolutely. That we'll come back, come back to that story because this is some um, you know this is some indigeneity that I'm finding really interesting. Mm-hmm. Is the Sammy, is it Sammy folks from northern like from Russia? No, and, no, no. I, I, uh, I've talked to them. them uh, Same people, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I talk to them, but but I'm I'm um, I'm I'm interested in 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 the Vikings, like partially mm-hmm. because I've got a bit of a fetish for Vikings, you know. Cause, sure. Yeah. <laughs> As I it think everybody does, right? <laughs> it's called <laughs> Thursday. I mean, <laughs> yeah. People used to like pirates, and now they're like Vikings. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I mean, it's really offensive to them. I keep calling them Vikings, but sure, I'm, I'm going to keep calling Vikings. Um, <laughs> I don't like it. Anyway, but it's uh, when you said earlier you were talking about you were coming into animism. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh, there's this fellow, this um, Rune Keanu Rasmussen. Yeah, I'm a patron. <laughs> oh, you're a patron. All right. Uh, I love it. I love Rune. Did you see the, there was an interview that he posted, posted up there on his um, YouTube. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had a yarn. It was a three three yarn like this. Okay. Uh, me, me, him, and a Frisian indigenous fellow. Um, from I haven't seen that yet. Oh, it, it's really funny. Okay. So we just laughing all the way through, you know, mm-hmm. because, um, you know, the freezing guy, like I say what I've been doing, and the freezing guy opens and You know, I'm saying I, I've been uh, making a, you know, a, a, flint, a flint knife, you know, mm. and then the freezing guy comes in and says, yes, I've been making a thing from, uh, I've been uh, cutting the hazel wood. I've been out in the woods for us today, cutting the hazel, and we've got to split it this way, and, and then we suck it this way, and we make the, make the basket with the hazel, <laughs> you know, like this. <laughs> And um, and then it comes to Rune, and it's like, oh, what are you even up to, Rune? He said, you know, oh, well, I uh, took my daughter to the dentist today, and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, that's not what I was looking for, bro. So I wanted to hear, like, you're fermenting seal fat or something like that. Mm-hmm. And we just big belly laugh, and then we're off, and, and just mm-hmm. laughing. And then, you know, I, I was showing him that little flint knife I was working on. It was about the size of a box cutter. Mm-hmm. And... Um, and they're both very polite and nodding. Mm, yeah, that's that's good. And, and then one, well, this is this is my flint knife, and it's like must have <laughs> Yeah, it's like this eight-inch thing, and I'm like, oh, starting to feel a bit uncomfortable. And then, then Rune like just and, and it says, I'll get my <laughs> get my knife, and it's flint knife, and um and I, and I'm like, oh, so we're all whipping them out now. Are we going? Let's have a look. And he pulls it out. It's like. 12 inch fucking pig wow. thing here. And I'm just starting to feel really inadequate. And mm. anyway, so we um <laughs> we start laughing about that. 
and it ended up in this good yard. But the thing, uh, what they're doing is that, I mean, you must know because you've been, um, you know, you mm. subscribe, mm. you know, and um, it's just really exciting that you know, so when you said you're into animism, I thought, oh, so what's he reading a book or something? But if you're yarning with uh, Rune, Mm. Then, then you're all good. You're going to learn some good stuff. I mean, he's really rigorous, but he has yeah. a, good, a good, good methodology where he's he's really solidly grounded, mm -hmm. and you can feel safe that um, see Nordic animism is problematic yeah. because of some of the bad actors that are out there. So right. you've got this white activism thing going mm -hmm. on where, but basically, you know, you've got uh, thinly veiled white supremacy, mm -hmm. and and even like not very even thin, veil, like <laughs> white supremacy, yeah. You know, sort of plunging back into the past to try and find this bloody, you know, this 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 freaking like we're back to Nazis again. Like, <laughs> like, body, like you know, yeah. instead of looking forward Nietzsche way for the Superman, they're looking back and trying to find him there and like mm -hmm. you know, um, mm -hmm. trying to connect to this um, you know, this amazing caveman who was who who was you know fantastic and killed all the other different species of cavemen come out on top, you mm -hmm. know. Crazy. Um, the apex predator of the the lone <laughs> individual. <laughs> yeah, that's it. They're trying to find that uh, that, that that ancient Texan that they can connect <laughs> 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 with. So I'm going to suggest that you start okay. doing mics, Tyson. Okay, you you got to get up. You got to get some stage time, man. Because oh, I thought you were saying my sound was no good. No, no, get up open mics. Oh, well, y'all don't do open mics in Australia. I don't know. I heard that. Mic's bigger than yours. So. Hey, hey. <laughs> hey, we all have the same mic here. It's all Yetis. It's all. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm no good at. Um, I'm no good at. I, I'd be no good at stand up for the same oh. reason. I'm no good at good at fiction. I'm. Mm. I'm just too self absorbed and. and <laughs> I, I get all didactic and stuff like. I tell you, is that the minute I stop telling stories and, and I start trying to write story, mm -hmm. um, I, I get in the way of myself. Mm -hmm. um, and, and I'm too, like, I show off too much. Mm. You know? Yeah, I see those on stage all the time. It's too much too much technique, not enough craft. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I'm too much of a fan of comedy and, and mm -hmm. like a, a, a student of it to actually be able to do it mm -hmm. now, which really sucks. Wow, because that's not the way to learn something. That's not how you learn language. That's not how you learn a skill. You play if you're good at it. If you mm -hmm. learn a skill where, if you skill by drill, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. or, or theory, you know, you're sitting in that theory. Um, you're never going to be able to do that thing. Mm -hmm. you know? Wow, um, yeah. If you if you learn a language, so I tried to learn a language once where I started. I mean, and it was this grammar translation method they were they were teaching the language. And, you know, I spent years on that language. I still can't speak it because um, it's because I started out learning the grammar. Mm. Mm. Freaking conjugating verbs. <laughs> First step. Yeah. It's in your way. Yeah. Mm. That, that's going to get in my way forever. I'm never going to be able to have a conversation with mm. those people. And the worst thing, I can't listen to them. Like, I can't listen. I should be able to pick up what they're saying, but, but I just can't do it. Yeah, that brings me to, like, I, what really surprised me about the difference in my collective culture versus riches is we couldn't communicate because like the words meant different things. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, that blew my mind because they're both English, but the words, to, uh, and I'm going to speak solely to from black perspectives of the people that I know, like some of the words that are simple, this shit was racist. It was like, yo, what? You can't say that. But uh, from the individualist perspective, it's like the most empowering words of just like, you know, making your own choices or yeah, like, I don't know. It's just very strange that the language is hard to understand each other. 
Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, I'd like to hear some examples of words where it means one thing your way means something else the other way. Colorblind. Colorblind is the one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. That's <laughs> bowing out. Like, okay, yeah, you yeah. don't want to address the issue. I'm sure, you're colorblind. Right, man. I think that no, nah, that that means the same thing both ways. Mm. But it's just in in one way, you're mm. like kind of willfully ignoring like the iceberg under the water mm-hmm. <laughs> sure. of the meaning that you know what I mean. You're choosing to see the tip. Yeah. Oh, I wow. mean, tip. Just wow. the tip. <laughs> and that's it's kind of like what it is, you know. It's this you're just going to slide in this colorblind thing. No, it's I'm being nice here, just the tip. Um, mm. But there's more. <laughs> there's mm. more coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then what about from the other way? What would you say is because I look, I love that idea of because you're you're you see both of us. We're we're settlers at the end of it, right? And so yeah. you're able to see how we are bullshitting each other, and we don't know it sometimes, yeah. right? Like mm-hmm. we're 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 hitting each other with some own, our own versions of supremacy, and that would like, be that would be a too much of a simplistic frame because mm-hmm. you're an involunt, involuntary settler. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Richie's people is voluntary settlers. Mm-hmm. You know, That's true. Um, Unless there was Irish, <laughs> it was nice were in uh, Scottish is the only thing I got. Yeah, so so oh, there we go. Yeah. my people from uh, Scotland, uh, England, and uh, Germania. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So um, well, the, the Scots were um, uh, the Scots was n- not long ago. They, I mean, they, they invaded. Like the, the Scots was Irish mm-hmm. five minutes ago. Yeah, yeah. They inv- invaded Scotland and took over that and murdered all the people who were there and, yeah. and took it over. So yeah. You know, yeah, it's been going on for a while. <laughs> and it, and so, I can you know, keep like, well, you know, yeah, suck it, Scotland. Like, you know, don't complain. <laughs> Man. Oh, the British is like, ah, oh, well, kind of deserve it a little bit. <laughs> He's doing the same thing like five minutes before that. Um, anyway, but then if but I was yeah. going to say that, I'd, I'd say the same thing about the Maori, you know. Mm. Yeah, endless. <laughs> it's I don't know. It's a it's a funny old thing. Imperialism mm-hmm. and some. Yeah. I mean, you know, we could get into how that evolves. That that imperial yeah. relation. And I'm I'm interested in that because I want to get out of it, or at least no, um, pass, pass that on yeah. to my kids, that to my to my progeny as they go forward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and and I had this. So this is. An, I mean, I, I share these ideas with you because to me they become toxic before where they were in my nourishment. But one of the things I hear a lot from kind of where I grew up was the earth is not my home. Heaven is my home. And what, a, to me, what a bullshit cop out. Um, because, because that's because she is like, she's our mother. And, 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 um, there's not a, I mean, you sure we have molecules from stars, but we're, we're made from the stuff that is on our surface. And, and like, you know, the idea that, that just stuck. I don't know. Some, just some clusters different. of molecules. Some clusters of molecules, you know, yeah. have on average ten times more capital in their family than than other clusters of molecules yeah. do. Yeah. And some yeah. clusters of molecules are forced into these zip codes, and others are forced into these ones. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah. And then, so, and then these clusters of molecules over here change their fucking mind and decide mm-hmm. they're going to go back over on the wrong side of the tracks there and gentrify that one and <laughs> make life impossible for the people there and move them on mm-hmm. and then, mm-hmm. um, you know, um, and leave them with nothing, that, that hard one tiny scrap of capital that they've battled for for generations. It's like, well, now we're going to cash all that in and, and, and do a big wealth transfer back across the tracks again. 
and um, mm. you know displace all those people and, and then move them over there to an even shittier place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, yeah. and it goes. Um, you know, and and there's that idea of I don't know. It, it, I think it's too simplistic the idea of privilege because it's like you're yeah, benefiting mm. from that and all that sort of thing. But it's about going forward. Um, you're looking at the wealth transfers that are going on, and, and there's that, but then it's in other dimensions. So there's intergenerational wealth transfers happening too, mm-hmm. you know, whereby the them boomers and that silent generation, they're still sitting on their thrones there and they're stealing from your kids. Mm-hmm. You know, they're stealing that future. And, yeah. and uh, you know, if you're, um, if you're a millennial now, you're, you're pretty much stuffed. Mm. You better... But I hope you got some good cam girl skills because that's about all there is. <laughs> it's paying. That stuff works. It you know, does. Fans. Yeah. Fans. <laughs> tell you that's, that's what we uh, need, Chris. <laughs> yeah. For real. It's um. It, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of horrendous stuff going on like that, and and mm-hmm. um, and I guess people are finding more and more. You know, this is the massive cataclysm of you know, and I guess it's, it sort of starts in the starting in midwest and all that you got you got that just complete obliteration of um you know manufacturing and all that kind of stuff so people mm-hmm. lost that life and mm-hmm. i don't know the idea uh, and this was the progressive idea you know that unions fought for and everything in in most of the colonies and so that's there where you are but it's here where we are as well mm-hmm. the idea of making this uh, working class paradise mm-hmm. yeah Oh, for sure. Because it was all it was all about class then, mm-hmm. and um, people ignored that, that there was a greater caste system on top of that that also had um, you know um, dimensions of race and and all kinds of stuff, ability, sexuality, all these kinds of things, mm-hmm. and that was kind of invisible. So it was just class, and and it was just uh, the assumption is that you know all we're talking about white people there, but you don't say it because mm-hmm. colorblind, right? Um, <laughs> You know, and so yeah, so uh, you know, it, so Australia. The idea of Australia was is this workers' paradise, you know, mm-hmm. and there was a glorious age of unions and all that sort of stuff. And same in the U.S. So we mm-hmm. all end up being allowed to have weekends and stuff like that. Weekends is good, um, right? Yeah, you know, For sure. well, not all of us. Like I don't know, like, right? I, I know there's a lot of people in Chris's community where it's just you know one mother and she's got to work four jobs and. And you know, three of them are about an hour and a half commute away, and <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean. He's trying to make it, um, and, and she doesn't get a get a weekend, you know. Yeah. And, and you know, um, anyway, I'm, I'm, and she's still got to get food stamps, you know, just to make sure, sure. It, it gets through. So you yeah. know, there's um, there's all that weirdness, um, mm-hmm. and I lost my thread. What's a, we're, we're talking about <laughs> just uh, imperialism, yeah. That, that system, mm. Yeah, and that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, look, it's um, it's just all really, <sighs> yeah, yeah. So the idea, the idea you have this this workers' paradise, this, and but mm-hmm. that's gone. You know, there's been right, apocalypse. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. um, with all those jobs, and mm-hmm. um, you know, um, my um, immigration has been leveraged in a certain way. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, by 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 some people um, to sort of I don't know it's it's being sold as multiculturalism and, and being lovely to people and all that sort of thing, but really it's about bringing in more people to exploit and mm-hmm. displacing people who wouldn't put up with that because you know they were unionized decades ago, and mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Um, yeah. So and of course, then you can leverage that resentment into a um, you know some kind of ethnic war, and so that you know to take people's minds off class warfare, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. And so wow. you know, they, they divide people along those lines, so that we're all doing this lateral violence. 
mm-hmm. yeah. on each other the whole time and policing each other's business and bloody accusing this way and that way and oh, we're mm. going to make change so we're going to like police each other's language or you know um, right all that kind of thing i mean it's deadly wow. that you guys can have a conversation about the term colorblind um you know <laughs> instead yeah. of three seconds of shouting and then and then trying to dox somebody yeah um, yeah yeah, it's crazy. Really cool. But <laughs> look, crazy. yeah, so that, uh, that whole thing, that, that's, that's all gone. That's collapsed. Mm-hmm. So well, the point that I was getting to is that you know, increasingly everyone's in the same boat. Yeah. You know? I mean, not quite yet because, I mean, you know, um, those communities are still lucky enough to inherit uh, a certain amount of capital. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, often, oftentimes they've got a house that's worth something. And it's the same right. thing here because there was a golden age, you know, mm-hmm. for um, uh, settler workers. You know, um, yeah. in, in these in these colonies, there was a golden age for a while where you know there were unions and all this sort of thing, and where you know people could like drop out of school, get an unskilled job, and this was this is you know in living memory, going mm-hmm. right. yeah, hey, yeah. Out of school, get a job, work for like five seven years, you know, buy a house, cash, like you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah just wow. buy a house. Um, you know what I mean? And, mm-hmm. and 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 you see it stacking up. It's unskilled work. I mean, you know, you could be like, even just like 10 years ago, you could be holding a, a stop sign in a mine. It'd be good. And any more money than a school principal. Yeah. You had that right. mining, mining boom here. You know? Right. Um, and so you get people with, that. The, all they had to do was show up. Yeah. All you had to do was be white and show up. You didn't need mm-hmm. to be able to read, write, or anything. You know, wow. and you would definitely end up with like, you know, um, you know, livable cars. Three yeah. cars, two houses, and a show oh, full of wow. bloody jet skis and oh wow, <laughs> so recreational then, vehicles and bloody skis and freaking you know you, you go into these people's sheds and I'm like Jesus Christ this and, shed's bigger than my house right, like <laughs> they got everything here like how many the museum and they just hold the stop sign hobbies. Yeah. yeah, and like you know, they, they go, "Oh, we're really struggling." Hey, are you struggling? Sell some of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and they're all like, ah, and all these people like they ah, and they're really suffering, and, and then they go, "Oh, we're suffering too." And, and I don't know, it's it's further, further and further as things get squeezed and squeezed to the point where you know um, that capital trickles away, and everybody's genuinely finally in the same boat. I, I think then people will realize, you know, what's been going on. And, oh, we've been tricked into all these rivalries. Mm-hmm. Yep. And it's been lies that we've been fed. And yeah. Um, yeah, we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Um, it'll be too late by then, but. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So the, the rivalries drive the system up, up and up. But the, the higher yeah. we get, the, the risk of us all falling into the pit grows exponentially. And then eventually mm-hmm. we're all in the same pit, but it's yeah. too late. And we yeah. should have came come together way before that. And yeah. and and I'm curious, like, how do what is it about the Aboriginal cultures that avoid that and last for millen- millions of years? Ah, well, we, we figured out how to how to solve the problem of of those rivalrous dynamics. Mm. You know, wow! Um, so you got to let give them expression for a start. Yeah. So, so you have to have you have to have warfare. Mm-hmm. Like, like we we need, we need to fight from time to time because otherwise that that shit will build up. Mm-hmm. Um. So you gotta you, you gotta have fights, but it's got to be rule governed violence, and there's got to be checks and balances to that. So mm-hmm. so not, not far from from here where I am, the, the practice of the people um, uh, around here in, in in Victoria, which is down the bottom of Australia. That's where I'm staying now. It's th- three thousand kilometers south from home for me. Um, oh, okay. Wow. 
but um, you know, it's a cold place here. But um, there, there was a practice here where you know, if you were in battle and you, you speared somebody, um, mm-hmm. you were obligated um, to look after them until they yeah. recovered. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you, mm-hmm. you don't want to hurt hurt anyone too bad. <laughs> you know. Right. Wow. Um, and if you've got like uh, you know ritual combat between two people, there was that that example I mentioned in the book of the stone mm-hmm. knife fight. Yeah, where at the end the the winner's got to get, take- get cut up cut up the same way as the loser. Wow. Yeah. So you realize why oh, you're yeah. having that, and I've I've done that knife fight, and it's like it's really hard to cut mm. somebody when you know you're just cutting yourself. Oof. You know, but you yeah. do get that kind of you know you got that passion up, and you're like, yeah, cut myself. You know what I mean? So there's yeah. that as well. You're like, you know, but there's a limit to how much blood you're prepared to lose. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But it's inherent. So, I don't know. The- those kinds of things. But basically the um, the problem is this idea of um, um, how do you scale up a collective? Right. You know, the problem with a collective is, is that it only works if you distribute, you know, power throughout a group. Mm-hmm. Um, it only works as long as everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. everything's transparent then, because you know you always know what everybody else is thinking. You always know where everyone is. Mm-hmm. It's like you know someone could try and sneak off with your niece, but some you know they're not going to get far. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> can't get away with any hanky panky. Yeah. You can't get yeah. away with um trying to gain an unfair competitive advantage over somebody mm-hmm. else. Someone will say know, something. You see, it's real bad. You can't be become a bossy person. You know, because mm-hmm. that's not, not that interferes with people's autonomy. You know, mm-hmm. so basically, at the basic level, everybody is autonomous, but at the same time, they're bound up in this structure of um, of transparency and mm-hmm. and and in like you have to do the mutual obligation thing. If somebody, if you've got something and somebody comes up and asks for it, you've got to give it to them. You know, so you get wow. this uh, kind of compulsory sharing economy going on. Um, mm-hmm. So you never end up owning too much stuff. You know, mm-hmm. and it's all kind of mobile and moving through the system. But you don't you don't mind handing that over because you know that's how you uh, got somebody it. else. Somebody else over there got something. You, you you're entitled to that. Yeah. So, yeah. You know, it just keeps moving around. So there's a really high velocity with goods. They they change hands many times. Mm-hmm. So it's like you know if you can um, set up an economy in a community where every dollar you know you're spending every dollar ten times mm-hmm. in that community. You, don't need too many dollars. dollars. Yeah, it seems like a roof. That, that's how. That's how that. Um, you know, um, after emancipation in the states, that's that's how the the former slave communities. Yeah, like did so well. They had no capital. You know, mm-hmm. they had no capital at all. They didn't have mm-hmm. very much um, wealth. Right. Right. You know, but heaps of prosperity mm-hmm. because whatever they did bring in had a high velocity. Of exchange yeah. within the, in the community, so yeah. you get suddenly these communities with nothing, you know, given the poorest bit of land, you know, mm-hmm. and, and they make some out of settle up by the swamp, and 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 they're like, you know, making lemonade with all those lemons, and and, mm-hmm. and people go wild. It's like mm-hmm. we're going to have to kill those people because, of, <laughs> I mean, not just because we're jealous, but um, also because that's a dangerous idea. If people realize that you don't have to be growing the wealth all the time, yeah, you, know, you can be massively prosperous. Yes, and you mm-hmm. can thrive. You know, and, um, and I have an issue. You don't have that rivalrous dynamic. If you don't have that, then then boom. And so I, I have this idea. this deep seated issue with um, wow. this idea of communism being because, like in America, black people are adopting communism beliefs because of the communal 
doctrines that are that are within it. Um, yeah. But at the same time, I hear like communism isn't the same thing as as this truly collective Aboriginal relationship. Um, yeah. And so well, the I, problem with com- communism is it's it's it still demands growth. It's right. a growth based mm. economy still, mm. you know, so it's like we, you, that's you're, you're limited to choices between the extreme left, and extreme right. On a, on a continuum, but it's mm. all shit. Everything on that continuum is no good because it demands economic growth. Yes. You can't have infinite growth and finite resources. And so communism just is bad. It's just the other side of the, the same shitty coin. <laughs> and, and it's hard to explain that, especially from a settler's mentality, because I can't because yeah. growth is 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 the base. It's expected. So I can't argue outside of growth because that's all I know. But you just yeah. you just summed it up for me. It's like I, I know why communism doesn't sit with me. And now I have words for it. So thank you, because because, mm. yeah, it's, it's always felt wrong. But yet. That's all yeah. black people have grasped to because we don't have the yeah. root connections to the Aboriginal, yeah. but we know it culturally. It's weird. Yeah, but there's also, I mean, there's a lot of patterning. Um, there's a lot mm-hmm. of patterning in, and and I, I can't speak for you know your culture, of course. It would be really inappropriate. But just from what I read from um, black authors, there's a lot of patternings that are um, like a creolization of hmm. of African cultures, and yeah. you see this in Brazil all the time. And, yeah. and your mate uh, Rune Rasmussen, mm-hmm. you know, the, the the Viking, he spent mm-hmm. a lot of time in Brazil, uh, right. learning learning that uh, creolization me- methodology, mm-hmm. because that's people who were involuntary involuntary uh, mm-hmm. settlers. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Brazil, and they've had to find a way to come into that place and learn the right. spirit of that place, but still patterned on their old gods. Wow! Still patterned on their old ways of being, and mm-hmm. so they retain this um this this sublimely African culture, but which is also sublimely Brazilian, mm-hmm. and almost indigenous and of the place, mm-hmm. uh, which is pretty damn cool. Wow. That's what he's trying to trying to do with the Nordic way there. All right. right. Um, but I, I, I sort of get that sense too from a lot of black writers of, mm. of that, that coming into um, not so much coming into the spirit of the land. So, some some people did like all the black Cherokee and all them. Mm-hmm. That was interesting. That's yeah. mm-hmm. kicked out. Like, what, Ten years ago, someone decided no, no more black Cherokee, mm-hmm. which is a shame. But yeah. um, no, it's the um, it, there's that patterning patternings mm-hmm. of Africa which um which was only allowed expression through a few different things, you know. Right. But that. Now, where it was allowed expression, that's what gave America its culture. Mm-hmm. Music, food. Like America, yeah, pretty yeah. much anything that's good about America has come out of out of that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To, to the extent that it, it became concentrated. Uh-oh, cut out for me. Okay, me too. Uh-oh, might have lost you, Tyson. Sorry, you can still hear us. Yeah, fuck okay. this signal, man. <laughs> yeah, they're listening, I guess. Yeah, I thought it was me because my shit goes out. So, <laughs> the, the last thing that we heard was the really the only thing good, that good that came to America was was uh, Africans. So, <laughs> and he's, he's frozen again. Oh no! Damn. Oh man. Well, well. Uh, thank you so much for just for just being with us, uh, giving us an hour of your day. Um, you, 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 you have had a profound impact on me, and I'm just grateful. So thank you. On us, sweet. Yeah, yeah. same way you two. That's the that's the best interview I've ever done. I, I, well, in terms of <laughs> fun, anyway, not in terms yeah. of quality. It's not like I said anything good, but I, I tell you, um, we had some fun, and I had a good t- good time listening to you. But awesome. seeing your uh, relational dynamic at play, and like going, ah, oh, that's interesting. Yeah, 
if, yeah. if anything were interest, interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, we'll take that. L- loving your work, fellas. Thank right, you, Tyson. Thank you, thank you Tyson, okay. so See much. All right, well, you just got finished listening to our episode with Tyson. I should have let I should have let Richard do the intro because I'm going to butch Tyson Young Comporta. Comporta, yeah. Let me yeah, say that yeah, with confidence. My bad. We just finished our episode. <laughs> <laughs> so you just got finished listening to our episode with Tyson Young Caporta. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm I'm speechless in the best way because that was so much fun. Like I was learning and laughing, which is goals, right? Goals. Goals, yeah, for sure, for sure, yeah. And it and it and it wasn't it wasn't a light subject. Well, it wasn't light subject matter. We kind of went all over the place a little bit, but it was. That's you know true. what I'm saying? Like we talked about colonization, we talked about race, everything. Uh, everything. You know what I'm really mad about mm. is at the top of a show we typically do our our uh, imperfect conversation. But I was like, you know what? Let's not record this one because uh, you know it's not going to be on target. Because you know you and me, we typically just mm-hmm. talk about how we're feeling in the moment. Mm-hmm. And everything we talked about at the top of the show would have fit perfectly with a stranger <laughs> in Australia. But I did. It's like you just got to trust the system. God. Like you just got to trust yeah. the vibes and just like mm-hmm. I didn't. I should have hit record. Rich, you mm-hmm. asked me. I was like, eh, this is not going to fit in. It would have fit perfectly because mm-hmm. Tyson was just us. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Like, oh, my gosh. We were talking about all kinds. Of, we talked about Richard Pryor. Uh, mm-hmm. We talked about uh, Bill Cosby. We, we talked about Eddie Murphy, mm-hmm. Chris Rock. Just We were just me and Rich being comedians talking. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Tyson's not, this is not going to link to the show in any way. Right. And what do we talk about in the show? Like, Eddie Murphy was a huge part of it. <laughs> how, how does the universe oh do this? Oh, my gosh. I don't know, man. That's amazing. I I feel bad. I feel like I robbed our listeners, you know, because we (laughs) we were just hanging out and talking about random comedy stuff. But Mm -hmm. I just robbed our listeners of the opportunity to just see how the universe will make things line up, even when Mm -hmm. you have no expectations of them Mm -hmm. coming together. Yeah. And, and you know, there's lots of stuff that, you know, you and I have talked about this, the idea of synchronicities and. And it's like these little flags or little little pings in your brain or little pattern. It's it's recognizing the pattern that that, that he talks about in his book, yeah. right? It's these pattern and getting in that idea of pattern thinking, and and um, it's just one of the small ways in which you see those things. But these little things that pop up, you know, um, him bringing up Rune, like Rune is somebody I started following last year, and he's an academic, and and you know, me trying to, I have. I, you know, I have my parents, I have, I have grandparents, I have no elders. Mm-hmm. I have no one that I can, sorry. I have no one that he reports, he reports to elders yeah, that's true. He said <laughs> and they inform his life. And I don't, I don't have that. And so, you know, trying to, trying to deal with, I mean, he's, you know, his, his example of two Nazis <laughs> fighting, they're not fighting, but like talking about how, how one is know, the, more privileged. The fear is, yeah, one's more privileged than the other and how pointed and how upsetting that would be to people. Also how true, absolutely true that is. My so God. what is it, you know, what is the, what is the Nazi that realizes they're a Nazi realizes everything? What is their responsibility? Number one to me is take off the uniform and that, that will get you killed. Well, and then I'm over here 
the Nazi with the big nose, like, yo, but like I'm wearing the same uniform and I'm not getting what you're getting. So like, you're just going to throw the uniform on the ground. Like, exactly. Disrespecting your, like, are you kidding me? Mm -hmm. What the heck? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And we've said Nazi a lot in this episode and you know, it's going to become a soundbite and we'll get canceled or something. Because mm. we're not li- listening to the point. Because it's you're actually not supposed to hear the point in this one, right? This is this is some unsettling. <laughs> I mean, it's unsettling, <laughs> Chris. Oh my God, mm. that's deep. I'm sorry if that didn't make any sense to you. You gotta listen to all our episodes. You gotta go back to the beginning. I apologize because I, I can't even speak back to that. But like, we're settlers. And these yeah. things are unsettling. Yeah. And you, you, if you push back against the unsettling, it's because you want to stay settled. Yeah. Yeah. Man. Man. Take off the wow. uniform. It's hard. It's hard because it's uncomfortable. Because for you, it would be hard to take the uniform off. For me, mm-hmm. seeing you take the uniform off, that would be unsettling for me. And mm-hmm. it's like we both got to just dance around naked like the crazy people and be like, yo, we're unsettled. And you're unsettled watching us. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's and, – and part of me is <sighs> – I I I I feel a, a sense of debt to him and to his people and to uh, you know that that they would allow that you know him to share that with us. Uh at the same time I feel okay but what do I do? Yeah. <laughs> and I'm right back to where I was a year ago. What do I do? What do I do? And I mean, oof, just to sit in that sit in that unsettled place. Stand in that unsettled place. I just put, uh, can you imagine, like, where would we be without the subtle whisperer? Exactly. What would this podcast be? It wouldn't exist. Chris, your friendship and I would not exist. This podcast would not exist. Wow. And whatever comes from all of this would not exist. That's crazy. And I got to think. (laughs) It's unsettling. Yeah. And I got to think our listeners there. There's there's things like that with them, too. Hmm. That might have rung true. Man, my mind is like, whoo. I don't know if any of our listeners, you know, I don't know what their spaces are with drugs or anything, but like information can have the same effect. I'm telling you, I'm tripping right now. You can. You can. Oh, my goodness. The walls are breathing. I mean, it's, um, you, you know, one thing I do want to mention there was never there, there was not an accusation he did not give me he did not he did not uh heap on me a moral judgment he didn't call me a bad person he didn't call my people bad he, he just spoke plainly what has happened mm-hmm. and people listening to that show will hate him because he did that and he said he wasn't jesus and i understand completely because jesus existed two thousand years ago so mm-hmm. it's not the same person that is the spirit of Christ, Chris. That is the spirit of Christ speaking the truth plainly Yeah. to, to people, to your people, to not, to Gentiles and Jews alike. It's for everybody. And did, did the things that he said, not only in this talk um, and, you know, in his book, do I feel that sense of like, I'm a settler, that I am bad? Like, do I, do I feel some of those things? Do I feel? Yeah, I do. But it's in response to the light being shined on the on the places where my line has been wounded where my people have been they've opted opted for this system that i continue to benefit from 
Yeah. And I don't know, man. I mean, I, I'm, I am concerned about a, a, an American tour for Tyson Young Caporta if he wants to try to do that in 2021 or 22. Well, the, the, the thing that's good is you have to go seek him to know of him, mm. or at least mm. I would believe. Mm. I don't know, though. Yeah. I mean, his book is, I get that for sure. I, I think his book is, I think his, you know, um, when you get a chance to talk to him about this, because there's just so much to talk about. Um, but he, um, you know, he thought the book would be read by 30 academics. That's what he thought. And it's blown up and it's, it's worldwide now. And it's like, you know, that's not what he signed up for. And that's not what <laughs> he even wanted, but like, in, you know, he's just a regular dude. Like he, he is in much in much in the way that you and I are regular dudes. And we have this thing sort of drop like, okay, but then, then there's this and you have to respond to this and, and, and serve this. So for him, it's his people for us. It's the show, but even the show serves something greater. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I mean, I mean, I'm fucked up. I mean, well, <laughs> you just yeah. fucked me up. Like, it's... yeah, I'm also thinking of the wow. Richie before the conversation. I don't mm. know if you felt like he was like us. I think you felt he was above us. He was authority. I did. He was, I did. You know what I mean? And, and mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're kind of culturally taught to see that. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And he's a, he's a distant relative. I mean, that's what it is. And I, you know, because, and I, I would curious to, to say what he would think about that, but people, people, all people are one people. I mean, that's, that's, that's the, that's the, that's, that's what humans are, yeah. you know, and there's just been this, these deep, deep disconnections and deep, I mean, to, fallacies that have been created mm -hmm. just solely for mm -hmm. the individual who came up with it and, mm -hmm. and, and his offspring. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I didn't go into this with the same kind of mentality that Tyson was going to be, um, this, this authority figure or anything. Um, but I wasn't sure what to expect because, you know, and from, you know, from his culture, yeah, in, in many ways, he's Aboriginal, he's black, he's cultured, mm -hmm. you know, and, and where I'm from, even though I'm a, have a settler mentality, if I don't know about that, I always feel like, no, you're not cultured the way we're cultured. Like we mm -hmm. are the makers of culture, like black culture is, it. it's the way to be. And, mm -hmm. you know, throughout that, I realized it's our culture. It's his. He knows more about it than I do. Oh my God. <laughs> like yeah. we are like, this is us. It's just us. And it, it was really cool just to hear that. And, mm -hmm. and then when he shined the light on how simplistic it was to kind of say that, you know, I'm a fully indoctrinated in the civilization world because I am a involuntary settler. And mm -hmm. it's weird because I've always felt it's like something was off, you know, it's like you're living in the matrix, but everyone's living in it. So there's no reason to question it. Um, mm -hmm. And there's some people crushing the matrix. They just don't happen to all look like you. And a few of them do look like you. So you're like, oh, yeah, it's just I need to adopt this individualism thing and then I can crush it in the matrix. Mm -hmm. But I'm in the matrix. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, like like Morpheus is over here like, hey, yo, you can crush it in the Matrix if you want, but just letting you know you're in the Matrix. And mm -hmm. uh, we're in civilization. We're settlers. I'm involuntarily a settler, and I get that. Mm -hmm. And that makes so it, – it eases my mind in a lot of ways to hear it that way because mm -hmm. because 
I haven't been playing the game that everybody's playing. Didn't know why. Now mm-hmm. I kind of understand it from a different perspective. And it's like, oh, okay, yeah. I can choose to play. Um, I can choose to be unsettled. <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, one's, one's unsettling. That's the only issue. One is super uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, what do you do? Yeah. Do you go along and be comfortable? Um, no, well, that's that, what the cat in the first movie did, right? Put me back, plug me back in because, because I can't handle what what this actually means yeah because he's speaking from a culture that is eighty thousand years old at its that we can see yeah we are speaking from a culture that's two thousand years old yeah and and you know white white culture in america black culture in america those are even younger mm-hmm. i mean it's ba- it's babies it's children five minutes ago is how he put it yeah five minutes ago and i mean so in some way, in some way, to me, he is the voice of my elders, mm-hmm. and he's also he's also my cousin. You know, so it's like it's this the I mean his ideas of there is no me, there is just a, a collection of relationships that to me is so so unsettling and so difficult to deal with, mm-hmm. and and I wonder if it's true. Like I want if that is true. Just like improv, if that's true, what else is true? Ooh, yeah. And and what does that mean? And I don't I don't even know that I have the language to speak about it. I don't I don't even know. I don't even know. And I mean that's why you know. I mean, man, that's interesting. We don't know if we have the language to speak about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, but the, but but you can yarn about it. You yeah, can sit you can yarn about it and do it. You can. You know what yeah. I mean? That's yep. what's crazy, but you can't you can't say it and let it go. You ha- it has mm-hmm. to be a conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, it has to be a relation. It has to be. Yeah. I mean, we had an hour relationship with with his, his undivided. Well, mostly undivided attention. Yeah, you know. But even so, even so, he is a, he, if if he is a collection of relationships, that that's part of it. It was wonderful yeah. to see his daughter. Yeah, that was I felt cool. I felt honored that he would put his daughter on camera. Like I honestly did. I was like, you know, touched yeah. by that. If um, us. We're, we're, we are, and, and what's really cool about this experience, because, you know, Tyson is a world traveler with this book and, and, and mm-hmm. speaking to so many people, but like, we might've been his favorite yarn, you know, like, like, yeah. yarn. like that's, that's so cool because it was really just chill. It was just us being us and mm-hmm. being accepted by someone that we look up to revere that we feel like kind of might've saved us from a, a paradigm that we didn't understand. And mm-hmm. Uh, and then for them to not need authority and just be chill, just be, it's like, yeah, I get it. This stuff works. This, this Aboriginal thing, it just feels good. I feel loved, Mm -hmm. you know, like Mm -hmm. I could have had a bad day. Mm -hmm. I feel loved now. I feel connected. I feel, Mm -hmm. oh, I feel great. Yeah. Yeah. And and I, I take it as a compliment that he was a bit confused about our relationship. Like he found it interesting. I, Mm -hmm. I, I think he used the word interesting, but I felt confused. Like I felt like. What, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I think right. that's good because that, to me, that, that means that something has happened at least. Yeah. That some breakdown of this, of this settler culture is, is, is broken down between, between yeah. us. For the five minutes of our existence, the last mm. 20 seconds have been interesting. That's, yeah. <laughs> huh, that's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so, I mean, I don't, I don't even know where to go with this, man. I don't know what the listeners need to do. I don't, I don't have any answers. Uh, you, listeners need to replay it and listen to it again. 
because it probably wasn't the easiest thing to hear all the time. And we probably went off script a couple times and, you know, um, the big brother censored Tyson (laughs) a couple times. But, um, you know, as as an ally who is also a settler right now, we got to change maybe our language a little bit on the show because Mm -hmm. we want to be allies to everyone. But that Mm -hmm. first recognizes that we are settlers in this space and that we don't have the culture of really being allies to everyone. We're not culturally bought up to say this is us, to be connected. And that's that settler mentality. And you might be experiencing some unsettling feelings when you're trying to do these things and work in these spaces. And Mm -hmm. that is, that's a part of it. Crazy, crazily enough. I mean, language is so interesting. Um, But as a, as a, as an ally and a settler, we have to see us. And I know we've said that a few times and it's hard and, it, and it's going to take time. But, you know, Tyson said he stayed on the phone for an hour with someone that hates him. And that mm-hmm. in American terms, that sounds like a waste of time. You know sure. what I mean? But sure. in the terms of what like what world you want your kids to come up in, it's every second of that is valuable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a I mean, I'm, I just have a fresh family. So, you know, I don't have the experience of raising kids, but I have the the idealistic world that I want them to be raised in. And I'll put in the hour with the mm-hmm. enemy. I will mm-hmm. yearn with them and listen to them and mm-hmm. connect with them. And so that's just what we have to do, allies, in spaces that you don't want to be in, spaces that are unsettling. Uh, maybe this episode was unsettling. Uh, play it again, you know. Um, but just keep rocking with us. You know, I don't even I don't even feel necessary to be like, hey, go to our Patreon and no. that. You know, I just <laughs> just just kick it with us. Just kick it with your people. Um, kick it with the people that you can't stand. Uh, and let's just mm-hmm. grow from this crazy, awesome experience that we call life. Ooh, I don't. know. That's all I got. I mean, I want to say peace, but I want to say love. I want to say hug. Mm-hmm. I want to say <laughs> let me wrap my arms around you. I, I like. I don't even want to say goodbye. Actually, I just mm-hmm. want to say hello. You know, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. going forward we might just be like hello <laughs> like i don't because because this has been this is a powerful episode yeah yeah and it, it it i know you got the outro already but we i you know this this to me is church like this is what church is and and what church needs to be is is an unsettling experience not with tyson as a man or what like that it's almost it is beyond tyson because he we're not like you know we what he was bringing to us was way bigger and way older and way, way more connected and complex than anything. He's not the face of anything. He just, a, he was just a, like he said, a settler whisperer. Yeah, he's on the bridge. He doesn't even want to be there. He doesn't want to be there, which is a great, which is a, you know, I mean, that's, that is, that is a trope in, uh, throughout history, but that I, I mean, I just want to sit here in this and that's, that to me is what church is. I mean, that's what I want is that, and we call it spirit of God here. Uh, you call it, you know, call it Holy Spirit. You can call it whatever your tradition tells you it is. But there is this place of stillness, and 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 it's not comfortable all the time. It's not about being comfortable. It is about feeling feeling the connection that 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 is your true self. Feeling that feeling that connection of of your relations, and they go back and back and back and back and back. Uh, hmm. It's crazy. Just being here. It's, it's great. Mm. Yeah. Well, people probably think we're on drugs. Uh, you know, they are. They do. 
If that's okay. Stay off the Tyson. That's <laughs> okay. He's giving us a lot of material. I'm going to listen back. We're going to we're going to divide those jokes up. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. We got. You can get some. I get some. Oh shit. We both use them, and then yeah, we can see. tell each other, "Hey, he stole my joke," and then we can start the whole thing. And hey, then see, there be, you go. We can start this oh, beat. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. All right. Thanks, y'all. Peace. Peace.